podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to Ironcast Sound the Emergency Klaxon. It's a bonus episode and it means only one thing. There's a new signing. Jilly Flaherty is here and we are here to welcome Katrina Gorey from the Matildas, World Cup superstar, welcoming her to East London. Uh, Jilly, we've just met her. What a character. Yeah, very, very down to earth. Um, so seems seems a lovely, uh, lovely girl, and I think she'll be she'll fit right in as well. I think, especially in the way the uh, West Ham dressing room is, I think she'll, um, yeah, she'll fit right in, especially with her saying she'll get stuck in straight away from first minute, which is good. Oh no, um, and it's actually good. We're getting some new bodies in: Shalina Zadorsky, Christy Muiz. Some bodies coming in, and we've had a tough first half of the season. How have you found it, Julie? Yeah, I think if anyone's honest, they're not going to West Ham are not in the place that anyone wants them to be in. Um, so I think with these reinforcements, I think they're huge because I think they're older, you know, they've they've got the experience international level as well. Um, I think Zadorsky's a huge sign in the back line to just help the younger players around her. But I think even if you listen to Katrina off the field, they want to help nurture the young talent this year. And I think hopefully it'll be the push that, that West Ham need for the second half of this season. And so Shalina Zadorsky just joining West Ham, but you were telling me, Jilly, that you actually trained with her years ago. We were, West Ham could have had her years before this. They could have. They could have. It's a little bit of a secret. It's now coming out, but <laughs> <laughs> no, she did. She trialled with us. Um, obviously, Adriana Liam was here um, at the time and obviously they're Canadian teammates. So Shalina come and trained with us for a week or so. And then I think a couple of weeks later, it was announced as a Tottenham player. But um, So she's finally made the right move and got the right shirt on. Um, it took a little bit longer than expected, but she's here. Fantastic stuff. All right, let's meet our new signing. Here she is. Over 100 caps for Australia. Welcome to East London, Katrina Gorey. Another day, another huge signing for West Ham women. All the way from Australia, from down under, Matilda's the superstar, Katrina Gorey. Welcome to Ironcast and welcome to West Ham. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, we just heard your daughter Harper <laughs> give a little mama right at the start of the episode. <laughs> Is Harper going to become a West Ham fan? First question. Uh, she has to be. She has no choice now. But I think she, you know, first day, I think she's pretty happy to be here. So yeah. can't complain. You were just saying, um, what a kind of two or three days you've had you've gone tell me your travel again over the last 48 hours or so yeah it's been pretty hectic from uh australia to sweden um and then sweden for a day and then came back to the uk after that so yeah it's it's been a lot but uh she's a pretty good traveler so i'm lucky about that um but yeah we we need a good night's sleep that's for sure (laughs) (laughs) when do you start training Probably Not- tomorrow, but um, it'll be better to be training than thinking about all the logistics of my life at the moment. So <laughs> get me on the training field. And you've just done your reveal video. We were all watching it out the window here in Chadwell Heath training ground. Strawberry Kisses themed. We were all listening to that tune. Jilly, what did you make of it? The first time you'd heard very it. Catchy, very catchy. Very <laughs> catchy. That's not what you were saying at the time. Hang on. No, no, it is. It is very, I mean, I can't imagine me singing it, but it is very catchy. Yeah, don't imagine me singing it either. <laughs> so. <laughs> so Katrina, well, how much do you know about West Ham? Uh, I mean, I know a fair bit from Macca. Um, you know, I've, I don't know, there was something about the club uh, from about two years ago that I always thought, you know, I want to play here and, 
I uh, wanted to give myself the best shot to to be here. So um, yeah, got on on Macca's back a lot and asked her a lot of questions. And yeah, I feel feel really proud and grateful to be here. And obviously, we've got former West Ham women's captain Jilly here as well. Jilly, how would you describe what's it like to play for West Ham women? Oh, I mean, it's hard to put into words. I think the fans and the club are very much if they see you giving everything in a game you know they'll they'll take you on as one of their own and i think they're a very passionate fan base um we've had quite a few australians obviously with meeks and emily van egmond as well here too um and i think they they settled in straight away but i think i mean obviously i watched in the world cup i think if you can play like that for west ham you'll uh yeah they'll be full of praise for us yeah. And I mean, we've got to talk, Katrina, about the summer you had with the Matildas. Just unbelievable. You played in seven games, of course. Listen to these records. Highest numbers of highest number of tackles. You covered the most ground of any player in the tournament. And what an experience for the Matildas. What was it like to be on the inside of it? Yeah, it was incredible. I think when uh we you know, we put our hand up to host the World Cup, I don't think we ever would have thought uh, we would have the turnout that we did, the support that we did, uh, you know, the people that are still talking about the World Cup when we go home. I think it's, you know, we, we've definitely changed football in Australia forever, but to be a part of it and, uh, you know, to, to do as well as we, we, we did. And I mean, a lot of us obviously wanted to go a bit further, but I think for us, you know, we've changed football in Australia forever. And, you know, for, for us, we're, we're pretty happy with that. So, yeah, just super proud to be Australian and, and to be a part of that World Cup. Man, it was so it was so good to watch. So you made your debut for the Matildas in 2012. 105 appearances for Australia. Your hundredth appearance was against England in the in the semi final. Scored 17 goals. You've played in six major tournaments. Get this: two World Cups, two Asia Cups, and an Olympic Games. Aside from the World Cup you just had, what, what are your kind of top three career highlights from all that? Um, obviously, a debut. You can't take away from that. It's probably the best thing in the world. You know, it's something that. You train so hard for to so to finally put on the jersey. I think that's always a special day. Um, and probably another one would be my comeback game for the national team after I had Harper. I didn't know if I wanted to come back to football. I wasn't really sure what my pathway was going to be. But um, yeah, as soon as I had her, I you know ignited the fire in, within me again, and I, I felt like a little kid back playing playing football in the backyard. So. Uh, for me, that was probably a special day coming back, and um, yeah, it's been a pretty pretty big whirlwind uh, since coming back for, from having her. Yeah, me and Jilly were talking about this actually. So your daughter Harper was born in 2021, and Jilly, you had heard a rumor. <laughs> Tell <laughs> explain the rumor you had heard about giving birth. Right. So I played with um, Kate. Well, not that, not the giving birth. Yeah, yeah, the thing, the the <laughs> actual moment, but. I played with um, Katie Chapman. Obviously, she had three children when she was playing. And she mm. always said that, I mean, she come back from three children. Um, and obviously, that's incredible anyway. But she always says that she found she was fitter when she come back. That's why I said I think I should have had a baby when I was playing because maybe I'd have actually done well <laughs> in the mass test. But did you notice a difference after having Harper? Yeah, 100%. Um, as soon as I went back, I think I started back running nine weeks in after having her and I just like I could run forever it wasn't you know the running the the lungs or anything like that that didn't bother me at all obviously it was you know getting my brain to work with my feet again but yeah the running was easy um and yeah I felt like I, I could run forever and it didn't matter 
what the conditions were or what was thrown at me. I just, yeah, I felt like I could keep on going. So there's every time in my career that I feel like that again, maybe I'll um, <laughs> just have another baby and see what happens. <laughs> well, you've got another baby planned this year, right? 2024, having a boy. How, what's it been like balancing kind of being a professional footballer and motherhood? How's that, how's that been? Uh, it's been incredible. I think it was much easier when she was a baby and she couldn't talk back or, you know, run away from me. So, uh, the last uh, couple of months have definitely been more challenging, especially with the travel and, and things like that, but it, it's rewarding. It's incredible to see her, you know, growing up around, you know, just incredible humans, incredible athletes, incredible women. Uh, you know, it's a pretty cool lifestyle for her to have and she gets to travel the world and yeah, I'm just excited to look back in, you know, 10 years time and sit on the couch with her and show her all the things that we achieved together the people that she got to hang out with and yeah, the countries that she got to go to yeah it's a good place to have kids around right Julie it's a family club isn't it yeah I mean I was, I was here when uh, obviously with Dagny who Brynja comes in recovery days you'd be trying to recover he'd be there building with the foam rollers building towers and that and I was wondering whether that was a bit of a pull as well to sign for a club like West Ham because I think obviously you're looking at the the gender reveal that West Ham done for Dagny, like they are a big family club and being able to, for Brynja especially to come in, is that something that appealed to you as well? Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously they were probably the first few questions that I asked Macker and asked anyone that had been at the club before and, you know, they couldn't speak highly of the club and uh, I know that, you know, a, a lot of other clubs aren't as supportive and, you know, I've, I've been supported really well in the clubs that I've been to previously. So I felt that as soon as I came here um, and I, I knew straight away that this was where I was meant to be. And, you know, from the from the day I started speaking to Aidan to, to today, I think it's, um, yeah, you can see that it's a family club and, uh, yeah, I think we, we've really ended up in the best club that we could have. How do you feel about Harper developing a Cockney accent? We've got to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm interested to see what happens because she she knows Swedish. She she speaks Swedish. She understands Swedish, and now we're gonna you know throw a UK accent on top of that. So yeah, it's uh, going to be an interesting uh, combination. But yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. As part of our commitment to driving the women's game forward, we recently hosted our first ever women's football summit in partnership with Malden Accident Repair Centre. The summit started with a keynote address from Vice Chairman Baroness Karen Brady, followed by panellists from amazing companies like the FA, eToro, Barclays and Wow Hydrate before two of our own players took to the stage with manager Rianne Skinner. The WSL team for West Ham is hugely important. We want to succeed in everything we do. So I don't think there's ever been a greater time to invest in women's football and the women's game. There's multifaceted takeaways, right? So we've got the takeaway from the business point of view, where we've seen growing numbers, we've seen numbers that are in the millions now in terms of social media, money spent, revenues, all that kind of stuff. We're also taking away from the players and the way the players are reacting to the business that's going on off the field. There's still a long way to go and that's why we're here today. Your cost of entry to get in now, to be part of that story, to help build that, is really, really low. Because I'm going to tell you it's going to be at least 10 to 50 times higher in the next five years. The fee that you pay to be part of a female football team at the moment and the ROI that you get back is huge. Women's football and uh, West Ham United have taken significant leaps forward um, over the last few years. 
but the most exciting part of that journey is yet to come. So I don't think there's ever been a greater time to invest in women's football and the women's game. And I guess today's event is to illustrate and show you how you can do that. And interesting, looking at you back through your career, this is the seventh different country you've played club football in. And actually, you left. Uh, you grew up in Brisbane, but you left for Melbourne at nineteen. So that your life has been packed full of travel. This is nothing new, really. No, not really. I'm pretty good at living out of a suitcase now. Obviously, a few more suitcases with uh, a, a child, but yeah, it's um, you know playing football. I think that's the best thing about it, is you get to travel around the world, experience different cultures, meet different people, and yeah, I couldn't really imagine my life any other way. And uh, got to touch on your nickname, Minnie. Where does this come from? I've had it since I was about 12 years twelve years old and never grew. Um, <laughs> everyone talks about their growth spurt and I never had mine. I think, yeah, Harper's almost about to take over me at the moment. So, yeah, it's it's always stuck with me. And, uh, you know, some people are worried about calling me that because, yeah, they're not sure how I'll respond. But, I, you know, my parents call me it, my, my family call me it. So I think when they can call you it, I think it's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can fans call you it? Yeah, that's fine. That's yeah, fine. I'd prefer okay. that. If they call me Katrina, I think they're mad at me. So <laughs> <laughs> probably better to say Mini. And how do you feel about the WSL, best women's league in the world? How do you how you feel about the challenge of coming here playing in this league? Yeah, I'm excited. Obviously, uh, it's it's you know the league that everyone's speaking about at the moment. It's uh, we've pretty much got the whole Australian national team <laughs> playing across all the teams. So for us, it, it, it's exciting. You know, we want to challenge ourselves. We want to be. In the best clubs we can, we want to play against the best players. And I think, uh, yeah, this league's proven that over the last couple of years. And I'm excited to see what happens in, in the next couple of years as well. Yeah. And Jilly, you've seen, I mean, you scored the first goal in the WSL. As we've, you've got, we've got to mention Thanks that. Thanks for dropping that in. Contractually <laughs> obliged every time you come on the podcast to mention that. But you've seen loads of kind of foreign imports come in. And what's your advice for kind of getting up to speed in a league as tough as this one? I mean, it's hard. I think obviously coming in at this period as well because you don't have a pre-season to to bond. Um, but I think in in a way that sometimes is a positive because you can just go straight into games. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think you'll you'll fit in really well. I think, like I said, if a, a, a fan see a teammate or a player who wants to give everything, do you know what I mean, and get stuck in, and that's what especially West Ham fans like to see players who like to put their foot yeah. in, um, which I think is potentially been a little bit missing this season so I think you coming into the team will be huge but do you find that as well obviously you've moved obviously with the different clubs you played for um obviously the Australian league is like the it was our winter time isn't it and then yeah. a lot of Australians go to somewhere else yeah. do you find then that's going to help you coming into WSL now at, at this time yeah, I think it's, you know, it is always tough coming in halfway through a season. Um, but I, I've tried to watch as many games as I could. I tried to, yeah, understand the game that they try and play and, and try to get to know the players, uh, you know, off the field and uh, on the field as well. And try to give my, myself the best chance to, you know, make an impression, um, understand the game. And, yeah, I think uh, the last couple of years going from season to season has tried to, you know, teach me, uh, you know, how to put your best foot forward and kind of just um, take everything as it's thrown at you. Um, but, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, it's going to be, it, it's definitely going to be hard, but I think, um, you know, I've got good characteristics, I think, and if I can bring anything to the team, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll work as hard as I can and, and do whatever I can, and whether that's on the field or off the field. 
Yeah. And fellow fellow Matilda, Mackenzie Arnold, our captain, how instrumental was she in the move? Was she a bit of a, a bit of a secret agent there in the working in the background <laughs> to get the deal over the line? Yeah, I mean, I always go through uh, Mac for anything, um, but I think you can just see how much she's progressed in her game in the last couple of years. And for a club to be able to support her with something like that, I think you can see uh, what the club club can do for players. And I think. Um, you know, having that much belief in in a player and uh, seeing how how much uh, confidence she has now, and the way that she speaks about this team, I think you know there's no pl- better club to play for for me. And uh, yeah, it just it just pretty much spoke my language. It's uh, you know uh, the things that I live for, uh, the family club that I needed, and yeah, I think we've ended up in the right club. For and you, sure. you've known Mackenzie for a long time, right? Way back in Brisbane Raw days. Yeah. How many years is that? Uh, too many. Um, <laughs> yeah, probably over 10 years, to be fair. Wow. Um, yeah, we've known each other for a long time. That's mad. So now, fixtures to look forward to. I don't know if you know this, but Jilly did the uh, FA Cup draw, pulled out her former team, Chelsea. Yeah. Make it exciting, West Ham. eh? Yeah. yeah. Straight they, in. So they heating Chelsea. up the balls? So that was the rumour? No, no, no. They told you? Were you keeping an eye on which one to pull out? <laughs> well, I did, I did look for my former club. I didn't expect to have them both pulled out against <laughs> each other, but... Yeah, so Chelsea in the in the FA Cup on the 14th of January and then Tottenham at home on Sunday the 21st of January. How excited are you about playing in a London derby like that? Yeah, I mean, what better game to to start off um, the, the season with for me? And I mean, it's exciting. You obviously hear a lot about Chelsea. You, you see them everywhere. And uh, I think you want to challenge yourself against the best players, the best clubs. And I think, you know, no better better way to start. It's exciting for us. Um, and, you know, first game of the season, I think it's going to be exciting. And lastly, how what can West Ham fans expect from you? Describe describe what they'll be seeing. Um, yeah, I think a, a hard worker. I'll get stuck in. Um, try not to get too many yellow cards or anything <laughs> like that. But, um, yeah, I like to get stuck in, um, you know, try and control the game as much as I can. I work as hard as I can. And, um, yeah try and nurture the younger players coming up as well and you know try and lead them on and off the field oh man exciting times well you might be able to see Katrina in action in our next home match Tottenham Hotspur at Chigwell Construction Stadium on the Sunday 21st of January 2024 6.45pm kickoff tickets are priced at just £13 for adults and £5 for juniors purchase your tickets online at eticketing.co.uk forward slash WHUFC Harper has been so well behaved throughout this interview, but I feel we're testing her patience. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll, draw, we'll draw, draw a close interview there. Katrina, welcome to West Ham. We're thank so excited you. to have you here. Can't wait to see you do the business for us on the pitch. And thank you for listening. Until next time, come on, you eyes. Podcast Network.